Spoiler alert if you've not seen episodes 12 to 14. But oh my god, I was not expecting it to be the grandma. I was not expecting it at all. Which is funny because they do kind of mention it in the previous episodes that Yungi isn't her grandchild. So I guess I should have seen that coming, but I don't know. They just, it wasn't clear enough to me because she seemed so nice, right? Oh my God, <laughs> I was not expecting that. Hi everyone, welcome to another episode of the Dramasology Podcast. This episode covers a review of Reborn Rich. Episodes 12 to 14, starring Sun Joong-gi, Lee Sung-min, and Shin Yeon-bin. I have to say that I'm going to really miss Jin Yang-chul's character. The character of the grandfather was actually very interesting to watch, and the dynamic and chemistry he had with Jin Do-jun was very nice. Um, and like I can see that Jin Do-jun came to care for his grandfather, even though like he's not technically technically his grandfather, but he has come with like all the years he spent with him, he has come to love and respect his grandfather. And so him having tears in his eyes or crying about the fact that his grandfather is dead was actually it made sense. And it's almost like a it's almost like Jin Do-jun's character has come full circle <laughs> in a way. Um, but yeah, it's it's hard to see the character go. But it also means that there's nothing standing in Jin Do-jun's way of taking revenge now. In this past three episodes as well, we were introduced to the daughter of Dongi, the second uncle. And I think it's important that she's introduced now because I think she has a hand in killing Hyunwoo in his old life. So it makes sense that she's being brought back in the second life as well. Because or else her character is almost irrelevant to the plot currently. Like she's not necessary in any way. So there was no reason for them to bring her back. I was wondering when they would. And I think I mistook her for the daughter-in-law in episode one. Um, but no, she's the grandchild, like the only daughter, grandchild of Jinyancho. And I think she's the one that has a hand in it. It's a shame because she's also very smart. Like the women in this drama are very, very smart. Well, actually, no, I shouldn't say that because Hua Young and Shin Yeonbin are not, like they're not very impressive. Or should I just say Hua Young? Don't let me, don't let me say Shin Yeonbin's character isn't because um, Somin Young's character is, is considered smart. It's just that she doesn't like resonate with me. But yeah, every character, every female character in this drama is quite good in that if the men would just listen to them, I feel like a lot of problems would be solved. Um, but yeah, so she's probably the one that has something to do with the death of Hyunwoo in the first life and Jin Do-jin is most likely going to take revenge on her in this second life. But yeah, I mean, they really dragged out this Jin Sung Jun red hearing. Like, I really thought it was him. <laughs> I don't know. But even in the board meeting, I still thought it was him. And I have to mention about the board meeting because that's where we find out that Secretary Lee is basically betraying Jin Yang Chol and Jin Do Jun, which is unfortunate because I, I was even going to say that, you know what, maybe the way they'll end this drama is that they'll say, okay, Secretary Lee should be CEO in place of Jin Do Jun because... It's like a solution that is like as a solution the drama could take because I feel like they do that often in a lot of dramas like this. Like the rev- end of the revenge typically is that the lead character actually does not take up the position. But that's what I was thinking. And then they show that he basically betrayed Jin Yantel and Jin Dojan. I'm like, what? Because it was so out of character for him, I have to say. I don't care what anybody says, but his character up to that point 
was very devoted and I could see it in the way he acted with Jinyancho. He was very devoted to Jinyancho. But I guess I understand. Like <laughs> greed is like a cancer. It's it's slowly and slowly eats away at you. So even though he I do believe that he was on Jinyancho's like side when he was alive, once he died, he guess I guess secretary saw no point in remaining loyal and still remaining like the underdog, you know, or the, the help, <laughs> the farmer, <laughs> basically, of Sunyan Group. So he wanted a peace as well. But still, it was very sad to see because that also explains how Jin Sung-jun knew his grandfather was sick. He was Jin Yancho that was, sorry, it was Secretary Lee that was basically feeding him information the whole time, which is so unfortunate. Oh my God, like, I, I, I really like this character because he was someone, one person that I was sure was on the side of Jin Yang Cho, but, you know, I guess not now. Um, so I'm kind of happy what happened to him happened because he was actually, he was unfortunate and I really hated him for a second there. But I'm glad he also made his comeback by being honest and giving Jin Do Jun the slush fund because otherwise I was going to hate him for the rest of like this old drama. But yeah, that was an unfortunate end to his character. But I guess that's necessary. Like that plot is like necessary in a way, I, I guess. I, I wish it wasn't. I would have liked to see him remain on Jin Dojun's side. But yeah, the biggest reveal of episode 12 was that the grandma is the one that caused the accident. She was the instigator that caused the accident for Jin Dojun and Jin Yancho. I was not expecting that at all. Mainly because they showed her to be such a nice person. And it wasn't, I guess, until last minute that they mentioned that Yungi wasn't a child. And even when they mentioned that, I still did not get the sense that she hated Yungi. You know. But now that I think about it, actually maybe it makes sense. Yungi is not like the first born or anything. He's the last born. So like the grandfather, Jinyanchola, had to have cheated on his wife at some point, you know, in their relationship. So actually, I understand why she's pissed and why she's against Jin Dojun being the one to inherit Sunyan group. Because not only is Jin Dojun the child of the one born out of wedlock, the child that she had taken and basically raised like her own, even though he wasn't. Which I understand, that's a very painful feeling. But like everybody else, she has the option to divorce. But I guess she would not have wanted something like that, right? In that world, I guess you don't get divorced and that kind of thing. But yeah, her character probably felt like, <laughs> definitely no. There's no way I'm going to let Jin Dojun, the child of a bastard, take over everything I have worked for. And like you have to think of how she felt, given that her own son, the oldest uncle went to jail at some point for Sunyan group, right? So, like, this is not... She, he, in a way, they do deserve a portion. Like, they deserve the biggest portion of Sunyan group. It's just that, for sure, they will not be able to manage it well. And every work and all the work that Genial has put into the company will be lost. But still, I understand where she's coming from. But I was not expecting it to be her, honestly. And I have to give it up to the actress that plays the grandmother. And she actually looks like a proper psychopath. Like, I believe she's Jin Sung-jun's grandma. Because there's some scenes where I'm looking at her, I'm like, is this the same lady, the same sweet lady that was, like, in the first few episodes? Like, in the earlier episodes? Because she actually looks like she could kill someone with her eyes. Um, So it was interesting to see that change in her and see how she obviously bottled up so much over the years. And I was even more shocked. Not just... Because she turned out to be a character that was capable of such a thing. But also because her son, the eldest uncle, turned out to be a character that was not willing to let it go. Like I thought when the eldest son found out that he was going to be okay with it, that, oh yeah, she instigated 
the accident and everything. But he was actually the one that said, no, that's not right. You don't just do something like that. And again, it brings back the point that the other son, like the other uncle is actually a very good person because he wasn't willing to accept that his mother just killed his dad like that. And I, I have to like give it up to that character. Like it's a well-written character because he isn't particularly greedy. Yeah, he thinks that Sun Yang should go to the eldest son and all those things, but he is not one that throws away his morals. In fact, all the kids are not ones to throw away the morals, which is why <laughs> Wai Yang was crying that, you know, it's like the dad didn't, doesn't trust them, right? And like, actually, they're all very good children. Like, not once they actually plot something bad to happen to their dad, right? So I have to give it up to them in that re- in that regard, right? For all the incompetence they have, they actually are good people to their own family members, right? They would never try and kill their their dad, which I was shocked by. I thought the elder son would be like, okay, yeah, it's fine. I'll like just keep quiet. I'll undo this and that. Kind of. No, he actually spoke to Sami Young and told her, if you want the evidence, it's with Jin Dojun right and i don't know why some young is she's like shocked that she, um jin dojun wants to keep everything a secret like it's his grandma he's not going to be the first one to say that his grandma killed his grandfather like that's bad for business right um i do have to say that the most interesting thing i took from that episode 13 was that moment when jin dojun is basically begging some young that she should understand why he can't put his his grandmother on trial and why she why he can't let her prosecute the grandma and Tommy Young says something interesting as she like she ends the relationship of course um and she says something interesting. she says that no he ha he, he says that oh it will never happen again that he will never do some, such a thing again and then she says no you're going to get worse you're going to get even more like them because you want to keep what you have and that was, I think, the combination of the all, like, that was the moment for me that I was like, oh my God, this drama was just worth, worth it. Because it's true. You know, I mentioned this in the first few reviews I did for Reborn Rich, that I never understood why Hyunwoo, Jin Dojun's character, was so adamant in getting re- revenge against Sun group for what happened to his mom or what happens to like people that invest in Sun group and then find out that you know their investment <laughs> went belly up like I never understood that fact because that's how business is run right they are like you're not supposed to trust in business you're not supposed to put your money they are not it's not Disney like <laughs> that actually that's a bad that's a bad analogy because Disney is also a corporation but it's not like a play thing like this is something that they are not beholden to you to give you like to produce good results for you if stocks go bad that's your fault because you know, you're not supposed to put money in stocks right yeah I mean that's what you're supposed to do but at the same time it's still a volatile thing right so you're not supposed to blame the company that why did they fail or why did they do this or why did this business decision lead to that like it's not the point of stocks that's why you're not supposed to invest in stocks so i never understood that part of jin dojin when he is pissed that basically <laughs> sunyang group is doing what they did or rich people are doing what they do you're not supposed to trust rich people because again that's how capitalism works and so his whole thing was that okay he's going to take over sunyang group and i guess do better because these people that are in there don't deserve to be the heads of the company. The issue with that is that <laughs> it's like this poor to rich paradox, right? Or it's a paradox where 
Some young is right. He'll get worse because that's the power of greed. That's what greed does to you. It's, it's like a cancer that eats away at your morals and empathy, right? Money and power becomes your god. And slowly and slowly, Jindojun will become exactly like Jinyancho. Because I believe, I'm sure 100% that Jinyancho did not start one day and say, you know, money is king. You know, you remember the first few episodes, uh, the few episodes before he, he says that in like this corridor where they are. And he says money, like you can only trust money or you can Like he says in such a way that lacks empathy for the people that have invested in their whole life savings into his company. But Jinyancho definitely did not start that way. You know, back when he was a Z mechanic or whatever they said he used to do back like 50 years ago when he first started the company. He wasn't like that then. It's slowly and slowly that he becomes that person that puts money, puts his company above everything. That's why he can look his son in the eye and tell him like, I mean, they never should, but he can allow his own son to go to jail for the company, right? It's that power. It's that money. Like it becomes your God. And that's slowly what's happening to to Jin Dojun, right? Slowly and slowly he's compromising for money. And I guess that's not, like I enjoy watching that because it it makes him an anti-hero, not the hero, right? Because all the things he claims that he's fighting for, he will begin to do them. And actually, he, I know I keep mentioning this, but it also reminds me of why Mohyomi would have been the perfect partner for him. Because she would not have given an F. Like, she was, she would have been in there with him, being the, the terrible person that he's obviously going to become at some point. Um. So, yeah, that was the most interesting part of episode 12, like episode 13. That moment where she says that, and I'm like, yes. That's really the point of this job because for all he's doing, he's still going to become exactly like them. But yeah, that's that's really it for me. Like on that Jin Dojun character arc, like his character is evolving as a person, and his character his character development is actually going like it's called character development, but his character is actually going downhill. <laughs> I don't know what if there's a name for that. Um, but yeah. I do have to mention one thing I found funny about this drama or this past three episodes is that there's a moment when Mohyomin and Jisongjun are talking in their bedroom and <laughs> Mohyomin brings out like a pregnancy test kit, right? And shows it to Jisongjun that, oh, she's pregnant. And I just remember thinking, oh, <laughs> I, I guess they have sex <laughs> because it's funny. I, I just never imagined that they do because of all the snarky remarks that they keep making to each other. And I can't, like, I, I can't visualize it in my head just because of how they act, but I guess they do. But I was just funny to see because I, it was just out of place for me for a second. I was like, wait, what? They're having sex? Why? <laughs> but, you know, I'm sure it's for the duty and, you know, the, the duty of family and continuing your family line. So, yeah, I understand. But still, it was very odd for me to see. Aside from that, the only other thing I noticed about this episode was that Jindo at some point brings out a box that he wanted to have proposed with Tommy Young with. And I'm thinking, like, he had a ring that he wanted to propose with Tommy Young too. Like, and I was thinking, wait, did their relation get to that point? Their, their relationship never got to that point to me where it was time to propose. That's that's the issue with, like, pacing romance in this drama. They, they are not doing it very well. It's like she's there just because they have to show on romance, which is unfortunate because I feel like they could have had the romance of Mohyomin and just left it at that. So, like, that is a romance that doesn't go anywhere. But, like, 
I don't know, the only good thing she ever said is what I mentioned, where she tells him that he'll keep getting worse. But other than that, like it's, they never got in their relationship to that point where it was worth <laughs> marriage. I don't know. That's that's like everything about that romantic plot is just weird. Um, but yeah, that's what I noticed um, when I saw the ring. I just I, I started laughing because I was like, what? It's, it was just as out of nowhere as the pregnancy kit that Mohyamin brought out in bedroom when she was talking to Jisung Jun. But yeah, that's, I think, all the things I noticed about the, like, that's my review for episodes 12 to 14 of Reborn Rich. Thank you guys so much for listening. Um, I invite you guys to, you know, rate me on Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, and, you know, leave me a comment if you have any on facebook.com slash dramasology or on twitter at dramasology you can check out my website for all the episodes and all my social media links my website is dramasology.com yeah thank you guys so much for listening have a nice day bye bye